Face changing is an important feature of Sichuan Opera, one of China's oldest regional operas. It is the art of changing vividly colored masks on an opera performer's face within a split second of time, multiple times. If it's magical to see how they do it in lightning speed, it becomes unimaginable to see puppets and their puppeteers do face changing at the same time on stage. But to retired Chengdu rod puppet performing artist Wei Zhuochun, it's just something she has always done. Chengdu puppetry is a provincial-level intangible cultural heritage in Sichuan, inscribed on the list in 2007. As a representative inheritor of Chengdu puppetry, Wei Zhuochun pioneered the double-face changing art in puppetry, which is the art of performing the face changing of rod puppets immediately after the face changing of the puppeteer performer. Wei Zhuochun's stage career spans over seven decades. From the moment she was first fascinated by traditional rod puppetry as a little girl, she has devoted her lifelong efforts towards innovating traditional rod puppet shows and bringing it to ever wider audiences. In her acting career, Wei Zhuochun has visited more than 20 countries and regions with her rod puppet show, bringing this traditional Chinese art to the world stage. So, how did Wei Zhuochun become associated with the face-changing stunts of Sichuan opera and rod puppetry? Chengdu, provincial capital of Sichuan, is where Sichuan opera and Chengdu puppetry are both widely popular. Wei Zhuochun's parents are professional Sichuan opera actors. Born into such a family in 1947, Wei Zhuochun has been performing on stage since she was three years old. At the age of 12, she enrolled in the Youth Sichuan Opera Troupe under the Chengdu Sichuan Opera Theatre to train to be a Sichuan opera performer. There, she well mastered the skills of Sichuan opera, including the unique but challenging skill of face changing. Sichuan opera is one of the traditional operas in the country. It is characterized by solo singing, acting, rich percussion, and sometimes funny comedies. Face changing in Sichuan opera is one of the most famous stunts. The history of face changing began about 300 years ago. One function of face changing is to reflect mood changes of the roles of the opera. Performers wear layers of vividly colored masks, which, with a magical sweep of a hand, or a turning or twist of the head, are changed again and again at astonishing speed. It's said very skilled opera stars can change about 10 masks in 20 seconds. This magic continues to fascinate countless audiences at home and abroad. Supposedly, Wei Zhuochun would have become a Sichuan opera actress, like her parents, singing and performing face-changing stunts on stage, had it not been for a chance encounter with a street puppetry show one day as a teenager. 
I ran into a puppet show on the street. The show that I watched was called the Chongtianhe River, where the monkey king sometimes flew away in the clouds in a flash, and pig-faced Zhu Bajie appeared fat and awkward for a while and then magically getting thin again. All those puppetry stunts fascinated me. I went back home and announced to my mother, Mom, I want to learn puppetry. My mother thought that strange and said, You love Sichuan opera so much. You have been singing Sichuan opera since you were a child. Why do you want to take up a puppetry now? I said, I think puppets are fun. That's all. That was how I switched to puppetry. Chinese puppet shows also have a long history, originating from the Han Dynasty about 2,000 years ago. Chengdu puppetry flourished about 300 years ago, during the Qing Dynasty. While inheriting the traditional Sichuan style, puppet art, it draws on the performance techniques of Sichuan opera and folk song and dance. Rod puppetry is the mainstream of Chengdu puppetry. Rod puppets are puppets that are manipulated by a main rod, which is attached to the puppet's head. The head of the puppet is usually hollow and carved from wood. Inside it, mechanical works are fixed so that the performers can move the puppet's eyes and mouth through rod control. While traditional puppeteers often wear special traditional theatrical robes to hide the rods, modern-day performers sometimes let the audience see them. This is a hand puppet. We call it a glove puppet in Sichuan. Long time ago, the puppeteers of the olden days would hide behind a cloth sheet and he'd play gongs and drums and stage the show all by himself. And what is rod puppetry? You see this wooden control rod? It's the thing that gives the puppet a soul. Through the control rod, puppeteers can manipulate the puppet's body movement. By triggering the control mechanisms through the rod, puppeteers can control the movement of the puppet head to make it move backward, forward, left and right. This is the thing to control the movement of the puppet hands. Look, I'm controlling the movement of this hand and make it move like one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Now I'm operating both its hands and it moves one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, like that. Wei Tzu Chun studied puppetry with two veteran puppet show artists. As much an enthusiast as she had been, her passion for puppetry quickly wore off at the initial stage, simply because it's hard. Take the puppet lifting, for example. A puppet rod head is usually about one meter tall and weighs about 10 kilograms. A performer needs to hold it up high above their heads during a performance. It's a test of the puppeteer's arm strength as well as muscle endurance. Luckily, it has never really been in Wei Tzu Chun's character to easily give up. We were just teenagers. The training gave us calluses on our hands. Sometimes we were required to hang a brick on our upper arm to train our muscles. The masters were very strict with our training. We trainees also tended to compete with each other. For example, if you extended practice time by 10 minutes today, I would extend my practice time for 15 minutes tomorrow. Then you would want to practice for 20 minutes more the day after tomorrow. This competition would go on and on until we could hoist the puppet head up in the air for an hour. 
Over time, Wei Chun's arm strength gradually picked up. Holding the puppet head was no longer a problem. But this is only the most basic step of puppetry performance. Rod puppetry requires both opera singing skills and physical strength and dexterity of controlling the puppets on the part of performers. On countless evenings during her youthful days, Wei Chun buried herself in opera scripts, memorizing them by heart, and practiced basic Sichuan opera skills during the day. She also needed to master the skills of operating puppets and do swirls, fire breathing, and other difficult stunts, which are often part of puppet shows. You must operate the rod puppet steadily, accurately, and flexibly. This requires the two hands to be super steady and dexterous. We use this hand to control the puppet. You must hold it steady. Then you want to make sure the puppet movements are done accurately. For example, after finishing one move, you have to be very clear what the next action is. And your puppet also needs to move to the right spot on stage. Finally, you need to be flexible so that you can bring life to the puppet. If your manipulation is stiff, you do not give the puppet a soul, and the puppet show is not going to be good to watch. Good puppetry requires the coming together of the wholehearted love of the art of puppetry on the part of the puppeteer, the right reflection of the emotions wanted of the puppet, and the accurate physical movements of the puppeteer. With these three elements readily together, you'll get a good puppet show. With a simple control rod and several years of day and night laborious practice, Wei Tsuo Chun has reached a point where she herself and the puppet in her hands seem to have become an integral one. Her puppetry presents the liveliness and a unique style of her own. Wei Tsuo Chun stood out amongst the young actors in the puppet troupe. During those years, she performed with the puppet troupe at home and abroad and gained remarkable recognition. But to be a master in the art, she had yet to prove to the world her ability to innovate and write new plays. In 1996, an opportunity presented itself to Wei Tsuo Chun when the troupe was preparing to stage a large-scale puppet show based on a famous Chinese mythological story, Ne Jia. Ne Jia is a mythical figure of classical Chinese literature and a household name in China. One of the most famous legends associated with Ne Jia is possibly his battle against the Dragon King. Seeing injustice inflicted upon the people by the Dragon King of the East Sea, as a brave young fighter, Ne Jia battles the Dragon King, churns the waters of the sea, and almost turns the Dragon King's underwater palace upside down before defeating the dragon. A director from the Beijing puppet troupe came to direct the show. I served as the artistic director, working with the director, assisting by providing some suggestions when circumstances required. As the director didn't know the wrought puppet manipulation techniques, we had four dragons in that puppet play, which looked just amazing, especially when it comes to the part where the lights on stage went out and the four dragons flew up and down around the stage, flashing with fluorescent lights. Compared with other puppet performances, 
The most challenging part to perform in Nerja is some of the supporting roles, especially the head bobbing turtle who is the Prime Minister of the underwater kingdom ruled by the Dragon King. The challenging role of the turtle Prime Minister fell to Wei Zuo Chun's hands at the recommendation of her own puppet troupe. The role of the turtle prime minister is supposed to bring just the human fun to the play. Its walking movements are special, especially with the head. I needed to make the turtle bob its head constantly, extend and retract its neck, and make the turtle do all the moves in conjunction with the pace of the music. A puppet is just a wooden figure. To breathe life into it, you must give it a soul and reflect its character through your manipulation. My rendering of the turtle prime minister impressed many, including our troop director, who said it was well delivered and felt proud of my performance. The puppet show Ne Jia was hugely successful. It won the 6th Wenhua New Drama Award granted by the Ministry of Culture, the highest government award for professional stage arts at that time. Four years later, Wei Zuo Chun participated in the puppet play Red Earth, Blue Earth, which again won the Performance Award at the National Children's Drama Festival in 2000, thanks to the lively and agile performance Wei Zuo Chun and her colleagues had staged. With such recognition for her wonderful art over the years, Wei Zuo Chun retired from the Chengdu Puppet and Shadow Puppet Troupe in 2002. The pace of life suddenly slowed down for her unexpectedly. With puppet performance occupying such a great part of her life for so many years previously, Wei Tzu Chun constantly doubted whether that was really the end of her relationship with her beloved puppetry performance. It turns out her romance with puppet art was far from ended there. Two years after her retirement, Wei Tzu Chun received a sudden call from her former workplace. Qian Yunchang from my former troop called me and said that he wanted me to come down to the troop that day. At that time, the troop was rehearsing the puppet show Lu Bu and Diao Chan, a romance plus period history drama. I'd already retired. I was taking care of my grandson at home as I had nothing else to do. Taking a trip back to the puppet troop, I found out that Qian Yunchang was helping two young actors of our troop doing rehearsals for the performance of Lu Bu and Diao Chan. The two young actors used to study with me formally. Qian rehearsed with them for a while till they got stuck at one scene. He was a bit at loss as to how to finish this show. Without one minute's hesitation, Wei Tzu Chun agreed to step in to offer the much-needed help. When I observed their performance, I immediately spotted a few problems. The role of military general Lu Bu requires the puppet to wear two long pheasant feather decorations on top of its head prop, and it needs to throw them back and forth from time to time. But the puppet head was way too stiff to do the act. What I did to solve the problem was to change the spring attached to the head of the Lu Bu puppet with a much springier one. Next, I took the Diao Chan puppet back home, disassembled it completely, and redid its headdresses from scratch. She also redesigned the stage moves for Lu Bu to enhance the smoothness of its pheasant feather stunt. After getting rid of these problems, 
I made it back to the rehearsal room once again and directed the puppeteer of Lü Bu to perform the pheasant feather stunt. I told him to throw the pheasant feathers first sideways, swirl them, then stand the pheasant feathers up straight and pause. Next, he needed to fling the feathers back and forth and swirl them again to the left, then to the right. This whole set of movements ensured the smoothness of the pheasant feather stunt and made it a feast to the eyes. After the redesign, the puppet show Lu Bu and Yao Chen soon went on stage. The feedback exceeded expectations, and once again the puppet play pocketed them new awards. What was even more unexpected was that just when Wei Zuo-chun was preparing to pack up and go back again to her retired life, she was called upon by former director of the puppet troupe, Chen Yun-chung, who tasked her with a new challenge. What could this new challenge be? How was she able to bring the magical face-changing of Sichuan opera to rod-head puppetry to achieve the feat of face-changing for both the puppets and the puppeteers on stage? We'll be back with more after this break. What the former director of the puppet troupe proposed was really a daring stunt, something which had never been done before in the world. He said, why don't you do double face changing during the puppet play? Do it. Do face changing. You and actress Mao Lu can do double face changing together on stage. By that I mean both puppeteers and puppets perform face changing. I said, no. In Chengdu, if you do puppet face changing, you stick to it. If you do actor face changing, you do that alone. Never have I seen face changing that involved both the human actors and puppets on the same stage performed before, ever. But he challenged me. Have faith. Don't give up on yourself just yet. It'd be a pity if you just let yourself well away your time. You should and you must try this new performance. Well, the truth is, after I have helped them rehearse the puppet show Lü Bu and Diao Chan, Many people have told me that it was a pity I'd retired and don't do puppet shows anymore. That day when I returned home, I knew I was tempted. At the back of my mind, I also felt that it was a pity that I should stop performing. So I decided, okay, let's do it. Let's rehearse now. She decided to give the human and puppet double-face-changing idea a try. But barely before Wei Zuo-chun started making the costumes, news had spread that she was going to perform the never-before stunt, much to her surprise. Soon Wei Zuo-chun received an invitation from the Zurich Opera House in Switzerland, inviting her to perform her new play there. They had heard the news from one of Wei Zuo-chun's overseas friends about the new stunt Wei Zuo-chun was rehearsing. They were both curious and excited. On the phone, this guy said, Miss Wei and Mr. Joe from Switzerland, I would like to know how you will do the face changing, please. I told him it involves the puppeteers doing face changing, multi-layers of masks, then the puppets will follow suit and do the same. 
Barely before I finished my words, he said, great. And he asked me to board a flight to Switzerland a month later to participate in a large-scale performance in Switzerland. Before I could say anything, he had bid me goodbye and hung up. I never felt so scared in my life. But that day, I felt my legs turned to jelly. In order to be able to perform the stunt of face-changing of both the puppeteer and the puppet on the stage of the Zurich Opera House in less than a month, Wei Chun and Mao Lu worked tirelessly to make the props. And when everything was ready, a new situation occurred. The original plan was for the two of us to perform face-changing together with the puppets, but in the end, I did it alone, because Maolu couldn't breathe with just two layers of masks glued on her face. She had to quit the performance. When I finally finished making all the props ready, it was just three days away from departure. To be honest, by that time, I hadn't fully figured out how I could do face-changing for both myself and the puppet all alone at the same time. I practiced during those three days. I asked my former director, Qian Yuncheng, to come over to have a look at my performance. He watched it, and he said, You did it. You really did it. In March 2005, Wei Tzu Chun, who was nearly 60 then, boarded a flight to Switzerland alone with all the props on her back. After checking in at the hotel, Wei Tzu Chun locked herself in and carried on with her rehearsal. The stunt was something she'd never performed on stage before. In fact, it had never been brought to stage before anywhere in the world. Would it go well on stage, especially when she was to face the Swiss audience who might not be that familiar with the art of face-changing of Sichuan Opera. I couldn't sleep even if I took sleeping pills at night. I was really nervous. I didn't know how the performance would turn out. Finally, the day of the performance arrived. My performance was the finale. When I peeled off the first mask, I tried to check on the audience reaction out of the corner of my eyes to see if my face changing had been successful. I heard applause coming from the audience seats below. Suddenly, I felt all my strength came back to me. Wei Tzu Chun's face changing was very successful. The audience rewarded her with thunderous applause that lasted for a long time which doubled her confidence to carry on with the remaining stunts. I performed a Citroen Opera face-changing fast, with masks changed on my face one after another. Then I operated the puppet and did face-changing on the puppet. To warm applause, the masks on the puppet's face changed one after another. Till the last act was done, the warm applause still lingered. I was super excited and happy. I completed a challenging performance, and it was flawless. Coming back home, Wade Swartron decided she was going to continue to develop rod puppetry and the unique skill of face changing. She mobilized a group of puppeteers and formed a rod puppet and shadow puppet troupe under the guidance of the Sichuan Provincial Cultural Center in 2010. There, she passes on the unique skills she's accumulated of face-changing to a younger generation of puppeteers. 
With the popularity of the internet, traditional entertainment activities such as rod puppetry have also felt the impact. Today's kids have less time to go to the theatre to watch puppet shows, when much of their spare time is taken up by short videos and games on their digital devices. In order to promote this traditional puppetry among younger generations, the Sichuan Provincial Cultural Centre has handed over the task to Wei Tsuo-chun's team. The troupe often goes on campus tours, but how do you reignite an interest for puppetry amongst today's kids? Wei Tsuo-chun's strategy is simple and direct. She encourages the children to come on stage to experience it wherever the troupe goes. She taught children to make puppet costumes. At first, the children were not interested in the slightly rustic and seemingly boring ancient puppet costumes. Wei Tsuo-chun innovates her puppets to make them take on a more youthful appearance, to be beautiful and less dull. In the past, the puppets and the costumes looked ancient, like they were from the terracotta warrior's age. But now children like different things. The newly designed costumes of our puppets look more up-to-date with modern-day aesthetics. Beautiful, although they are still decorated with long silk sleeves. We modernized the puppet's overall design and makeup, especially the puppet's headdress. The female puppet figures used to have bands covering the forehead and wear flowers in the hair. I don't like bands. I don't think they're beautiful. So I got rid of the bangs and made the headdress plump and elegant. Now the puppets look really appealing to kids. As a cancer survivor, Wei Tsuo-chun believes that getting sick is not the end of the world. She said as long as one has a good attitude about life, disease will be kept at bay. She has no plan yet to quit the stage, which is where her heart belongs. When I perform, I enjoy the stage, the feeling of nothing else but the play and the applause. I have been playing puppetry my entire life. Every time when we finish the performance, we are always surrounded by children who have not yet had enough of it. When am I the happiest? That's the moment when I feel the happiest. If you ask me when I'm going to quit puppetry, I don't know. Now I'm 76, the next year I'll be 77. If I can still perform on stage, I'll still do it. Even when I'm 78, I just keep doing it. With that, we conclude this episode of Footprints. This story was written by Ning Jing. I'm Bob Jones. Thanks for listening. If you're interested in hearing more about the lives of ordinary but incredible people in China, follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Just key in Footprints and you can find more stories anytime, anywhere. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.